dad and Herschel pull over and they say, are you okay? And this girl's sitting on the curb with all this stuff crying. And she said, no, I just got evicted. And I, I guess she couldn't make her January rent. And I'm, I don't have any place to go. And they said, well, it's raining and sleeting and snowing and your stuff is going to get ruined. Can we take you somewhere? And she said, well, I don't know where I would go. I, I, you know, I don't have any place to go. I don't have any relatives. I don't have any friends. I don't know where to go. Welcome to Champions Mojo Weekly Podcast, where your hosts Kelly Palace and Maria Parker share with you what it takes to be a champion. Kelly is a former Division I head swim coach, Olympic trials qualifier, and holds Masters World and National Swimming Records, and Maria holds world records in endurance cycling and was the overall women's winner of the world's toughest bike race, Race Across America. They'll be sharing their personal stories and wisdom, along with interviewing other champions to give you the tools you need for becoming a true champion in your own life. And now, your host, Kelly Palace. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo Podcast. It's my favorite time of year, the holiday season. We are just around the corner from Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Winter Solstice, and New Year's Day. Whichever you celebrate, it's that time of year when our already full schedules get even more bloated. So today, we're going to share 10 key ways that you can avoid the holiday pitfalls of overindulging, running yourself ragged, and we'll even have some suggestions for dealing with difficult family interactions. We hope after this show, you'll be able to lower your holiday stress and simply get more joy out of the holidays. So let's get started by saying hello to my co-host, Maria Parker. Hello, Maria. Hello, Kelly. This is an important topic, and I can definitely use it myself, and it's timely because while we're recording this, I am seeing snow flurries outside my window. I can't, Amazing. Ah, I'm, I'm so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> One of the beauties of living in New England. Wow. I struggle with holiday stress, as you know, and I guess I worry about being the perfect hostess buying the perfect gift, and decorating the house perfectly. So today we're going to cover some strategies to avoid these and other pitfalls that we might experience around the holidays. And we'll also talk about lots of holiday hacks that you can use and that we know you'll appreciate. I'm going to start with my personal holiday hack, my favorite, which is, and this may sound counterintuitive, but my personal holiday hack is don't start too early. And this comes from, I used to get out way ahead, like in July, I'd be thinking about, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, who do I have to buy gifts? I'd make my list. I'd, I'd, I'd make a list of things that people would like. I'd, I'd think through the whole holiday experience thinking that that would reduce my stress level. But what happened is that extended the holiday stress all the way through the second half of the year. And I would buy things in advance, and then I would forget what I'd bought, and I'd get more, and everybody would be out shopping, and I'd go out shopping, and, and I would end up spending too much, worrying too much. So now I've made a rule. I don't even think about Christmas until Thanksgiving, and I don't really think about Thanksgiving until the week before Thanksgiving. And I just try to enjoy fall without thinking about the holidays. So that's my first holiday hack. What do you think, Kelly? I love it. So when Maria is not too early, so what does it look like for you now? For me, yeah, for me, I I, I don't even think about, I try not to think about Christmas 
until after Thanksgiving. And I don't think about it. Like, I really try to enjoy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday of the year because it's just about food and friends. But so I allow Thanksgiving to last. I don't, I know a lot of people like to put up their Christmas decorations that, you know, the, the Thanksgiving weekend. I do not do that. I wait till a couple of weeks before Christmas, but I'll start shopping after Thanksgiving. But I don't, I don't have any hard and fast rules about when. I just, for me, it's when not to. I have to put pretty strong containers around the stress of the holidays. So I just compartmentalize it and say, nope, not even going to worry about that right now. I love it. I love it. So, so that's a great one. Don't start too early. So my, I don't know that it's my favorite. I have several ways that I have such a joyful holiday season. I just, I truly say that it's my favorite time of year because I look forward to the, you know, they say the holiday, they say that one should spend their money on experiences and not things. So I really try to make the holidays about experiences, but one way. Oh, I like that. Wait. Keep keep going on that. Well, that's that's just always a rule that Mark and I have for spending money. Like we're not a thing collector. You know, we 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 say, you know, as you know, my husband is very frugal and it's hard for him sometimes to spend money, but if it's about an experience, then he will kind of look the other way and say, you know what, this is an experience and um and not a thing. So I th- I I love that, you know, it is truly the holidays, I try to make it going in. I try to make it about experiences and not things. Um, but yeah, so, um, I think I just have to, I have to plug my daughter's new book in, in, in light of this Genevieve Parker Hill is going to be in the next couple of months re- releasing a new book called Experience Over Stuff. Oh my gosh. So if you if yeah, so just what you said. So if you struggle with this uh, or if you want to do have more experiences and less stuff, be sure to look at um simpleliving.com at Genevieve Parker Hill's new book. And I did not even know that. So that is um that is that, that, that's probably, I guess that that's a number one thing going in for me. And I'm going to tell you a little story that I do every holiday season. And I do it starting after, after Thanksgiving. And I have, no, no matter where I am, I always have a goofy Santa hat, you know, just the fluffy hat you can buy at the drugstore, the red fluffy mm-hmm. with the white ball and the white fur cap. And I wear it in Florida, mm-hmm. but I go out <laughs> and I get 10 crisp $10 bills. And I've done this every year, probably for, I don't know, 15 years, maybe 20 years. And I will go to a drive-thru of a fast food restaurant. And though I don't eat fast food restaurants, I'll pull up to the drive-thru and they'll say, may I take your order? And I'll say, I've got to come to the window. And I will drive up to the window wearing my little Santa hat. And I will hand the person a $10 bill. And I will say, Thank you so much for working so hard for all of us customers out here and Merry Christmas. And I hand them a $10 oh, bill. That is so beautiful. And, I've never heard you say that. Uh, I didn't know you'd been doing yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, that's one of the things about the podcast is we, we want our friends out there to get to know us. And I don't, I believe in doing things without, you know, advertising them, but it is part right. of the true joy that I get out of the holiday season, I really look forward to that. And the amount of joy that I get for 100 bucks, are you kidding me? That is such yeah. an experience. And the looking at the face of this person making, you know, like $8 an hour 
and they just get a free thing. And I don't give them a chance to really like say, oh, I'm not allowed to take this or, uh, you know, you just drive off. Let me ask. I just drive off. And so um, I love it. It's one of my very favorite things to do. So that's beautiful. Um, yeah. That's a beautiful little tradition. I love yeah, that. It's Kelly. really fun. And so, you know, you, you guys should try it if you, you know, it, it, and it can be $5. It can be $2. It can be whatever your budget is. Maybe one day my budget will be $100 per person. But um, right. yeah, so, so that's my, my second one. I met my first one is experience versus things. Just focus on that. What else you got, Maria? Well, my second one is keep it simple. I think I think we can tend, well, I shouldn't say we, I, I can look around and see what other people are doing and feel overwhelmed and just, I remember one Christmas, I didn't, I, I just was, I was down in the dumps. I was, I wouldn't call it depressed, but I was really blue and I, I was talking to my sister about it. And, and she said, well, you know, what's the bottom of this? And I'm like, I just, there's so much to do, you know, there's a tree and they got the lights and our neighbors are all, you know, what's well after Thanksgiving and our, everybody's decorated and I haven't done a thing and the kids need it. And, and she said, Maria, you don't have to do all that. Just put a wreath on the door, you know, just a wreath on the door. That's Christmas or just put a tree up, you know, but you don't have to do everything just because, everybody else does. And some people really get into it. I mean, we had, I remember the kid's piano teacher. She loved Christmas year round. She had her house decorated. She loved it. And (laughs) it was joy for her. But for me, it's not joy, but putting a wreath on my door was joyful. So I, so my second hack is just do what's right for you and keep it simple. You don't have to, you don't have to have a tree. If you're, if you, if you do Christmas, you don't guess what? You don't have to have a tree. Or if you want to do something, you can just decorate your house plant. Or we have this uh, old um, artificial tree that's only about three feet tall, and it's like really, really catchy, and um, and that's easy to put up. Don't have to don't have to decorate it if you don't want to. If you don't, you know. On the other hand, if you love it, give yourself the time and space to enjoy it. But my my hack is is keep it simple, and I guess more accurately, be true to who you are, and. And do what feels good and do not feel compelled to do something just because everybody else does. I love it. And that was one of mine as well. Uh, I, I think the specific way that I handle that is is doing picking one area of the house to decorate. Just like you said. Just, oh, that's great. Just a, just a wreath on the front door or a little tree. I mean, a little pre-lighted tree still makes right. you feel like, you know, this is Christmas. And I've got to, I, I think podcast are the beauty of podcast is hearing stories. And I, I have to tell my dad's little Christmas tree story that you have seen this little tree, Maria, remember it's been in the family forever. So everybody knows like we lost my mom last year and my dad had to move out of his big gigantic house and move into a little tiny apartment and assisted living. And so we had to pick just the most you know, just be very uh, concise with the the right things that moved from the house and into his apartment. And of course, mom had tons, you know, she had tons of Christmas stuff, boxes and boxes. She loved Christmas, Santa especially poinsettias. I always have a poinsettia for, for mom. Yes, yeah, she had yeah, she just, just a poinsettia. So, so yeah. we moved dad into his apartment and we brought only this little ceramic Christmas tree that has those little 
lights yes. on it like battleship station but they're um, yes, yes all the colors yes. and it's about a two feet tall and it's just beautiful though when it's lit it so is that, beautiful that is his it's ceramic it's gorgeous gorgeous it's his only his only Christmas decoration in his little tiny apartment. And it sits, you know, it sits up in the top of his closet all year. We're going to, we're going to bring it out, you know, next week after Thanksgiving. But the the way that that tree came into our family is an amazing story. I was in college. Mom and dad were living in Northern Virginia. Uh, Herschel Hecker, who lived across the street from mom and dad, came over and said, Hey, Bill, I need to run up to the hardware store. You want to ride with me? And so my dad said, sure. So he jumped in Herschel Hecker's pickup truck. And Herschel Hecker was probably 10, maybe 20 years older than my dad, but a really nice older neighbor that we had who was kind of like a second grandfather to me, but locally. And so my dad and Mr. Hecker went out to go to the, the hardware store. And on the way back, they went down uh, one, of the, one of the streets in the neighborhood that they were just kind of exploring that was a couple neighborhoods, maybe five miles away. And as they drove up, it just, dad said, it just started to snow, sleet, rain. So it's, it's the week before Christmas. And there are all kinds of boxes and personal items out on the corner of a street. And there's a little young lady that's my age. So I'm at college. I'm still not, I'm not home yet. We had exams, but I remember I was in college. And so... Oh no, it was the week after New Year's. So it was it was right after New Year's and I had gone back to college because I would have been home at Christmas. So dad and Herschel pull over and they say, are you okay? And this girl's sitting on the curb with all this stuff crying. And she said, no, I just got evicted. And I, I guess she couldn't make her January rent. And I'm, I don't have any place to go. And they said, well, it's raining and sleeting and snowing and your stuff is going to get ruined. Can we take you somewhere? And she said, well, I don't know where I would go. I, I, you know, I don't have any place to go. I don't have any relatives. I don't have any friends. I don't know where to go. So Herschel and my dad moved everything into their truck. They took it. And, you know, dad, Mr. Hecker said, well, my wife's not going to let me bring this young woman home. And, and, (laughs) and so this is, you know, a testimonial to my mom and dad's generosity and kindness and especially around the holiday season and so dad said he drove in the driveway and told my mom you know had this young woman her name is Karen all her stuff in the back of their house in the back of the truck and and mom said yep bring her in and so Karen lived with my parents for three months in my bedroom so I'm away at college you know swimming and going to meets and the you know the second semester for college is always, you know, you never go home. So she was there during that entire time. They helped her get back on her feet. They helped her get a job, but she left them as a gift, that little Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And so dad says, it's just, it's such a beautiful reminder or reminder of kind of mom and her generosity. Not a lot of women, mothers would, I, I, I just don't see a lot of women letting a, a stranger, you know, in their home and Jeff, you know, my brother, Jeff is hilarious and he's kind of a comic and acerbic. If you know, Jeff, Marie, what you do, he a said, black sense oh, of she's going to kill you in the middle of the night, you know, so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it's just very trusting. I think my parents were very yeah. trusting, very generous, very wonderful, but it turned out well. And that little Christmas tree 
was the experience and the generosity. And that's what I think the holiday season is about. It's just just giving somebody a hand, a leg up, you know, a hand up, come on up. And so I love that. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. That's a really, I love that story. I have heard it before, but I, I love it. And that's not the only time your parents have done that. I have heard story after story of them taking people in who are struggling and giving them a little bit of an opportunity to, to get, to get themselves together again. And, and you're right. Not many people do that. Yeah. The number so that's of, a, the, that's a great the number of workmen that they advanced money. I remember the Harlow yeah. brothers, they advanced money. And then mom had a housekeeper that she hired who we loved. Her name was Rosie and she was, you know, special ed, but she would vacuum the entire house without having the vacuum plugged in. <laughs> <I remember laughs> and, and mom would not make her feel bad. She would just you know, we just, she would just pay Rose, pay Rosie, Rosie would go home and then she would, you know, we'd have to vacuum the house ourselves. But I'm like, mom, why are we paying Rosie? Well, she needs it. It's good for her. (laughs) So So that, that, that's a great segue into my next hack, which isn't a hack at all, but just a reminder that, as you said, it's, it's experience over stuff, but I like to remind myself when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed by holiday stuff that it's about love. Whatever your, what you know, whatever whatever your religion or, or 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 non-religion, it, the holidays are are really about love. And if you if you can remind yourself to spend your time and your money and your energy on improving relationships and 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 being loving and generous, then then you're you're at the right spot and you're going to feel good and your your stress level is going to go down. It's it's about love. And so I I have to do that. In fact, I write the word love up on my refrigerator because I want to remember when I'm rushing off to do this or do that 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 really the holidays are about love. Absolutely, absolutely. And and that is my next one, which is dealing with difficult family members Mm. and, you know, we all, or, or difficult friends or, you know, when we go to holiday relationship, holiday events, yeah, you're going, maybe the holiday office party, it may be the, you know, the family gathering, it may be meeting, you know, your, your ex-boyfriend's girlfriend or whatever it is that if you can come from that place of love, but I think especially family members, I mean, you know, it's no, it's no secret in our family that my oldest brother, Steve was teased me incessantly as a young girl and, and like just laughs about it. And sometimes he still will tease me and he can, he can get my goat, you know, he can get, you know, he can like, <laughs> only siblings can still do that like yeah, when they're in their fifties. <laughs> and then I just, you know, I just totally think I love this guy, you know, like I, when I start to get mad at him and engage him and I could, you know, just, just like, Oh, what happened the other day? day, there was something that I, oh, oh, I, you know, we're, I'm in Richmond right now helping with my dad and Steve and Crystal are nearby. And Steve and I were going to meet up at exactly noon to help dad with something. And I had, I think it was you and I were recording that day and we ran late and I needed to push it back 30 minutes. So I texted him, you know, could we meet at 1230? Because you know, dad doesn't have any schedule. He's totally okay. Right. So Steve didn't text me back. So I called him and I'm just like, Steve, can we meet at 1230 instead of 12? He's like, nope, nope. I'm going to, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there at 12. I'll get it all done. And you know, I'll just leave you notes on what we talked about. And <laughs> so, Steve doing and, and I'm like, Steve. And so he was just, I'm like, 
this is work. You know, I'm really, it's not like I'm out, you know, at a tanning bed or something. I just want to, you know, I need 30 minutes. And, and any, you know, he just was, I, I realized that I totally bit into his, but he's like, no, nope, I'm not going to do it. And so I said, okay, I'll just be there. I'll be there at 12 o'clock. And he says, no, we'll be there at 12. I'll be there at 1230. So, but, but what it ended up doing is I just, I took a breath and I was like, I love this guy. I, you know, mm. I'm crazy about Steve. I am absolutely I crazy about my oldest brother. I'm all crazy about all my brothers, three of them. It was just, you know, I just didn't, I didn't. So I think that's not biting into that. And there are some good tips for the social side of dealing with families on mindfulwellness.com, mindfulwellness.com. Mm. And they say that just have a plan when you're dealing with yes. difficult family members. Yes. I, I I have a story around that. And, you know, I, I would visit a, a family member over the holidays frequently, and it would just, it would just be very, very difficult. We would often get into these really difficult situations. So I started leaving my running shoes out in the house. And my plan was, when the relation, when the conversation got difficult, which it invariably did, instead of going down, because I love a, I love a confrontation. I mean, <laughs> I'm Italian. <laughs> I don't have any problem. But it wasn't helpful in the relationship. So instead of, instead of going there, I would, I would look at the shoes and remind me, and I'd say, you know what, I have to go for a run. Yeah. You know, we can continue this later. Not, not as like I'm going for a run, but I, I'd like to continue this later. But I need to get, get get a run. And so the the running shoes began to symbolize for me that it's good to take a break. And that's actually one of the mindful wellness hacks. It's good to take a break if you find yourself in your old with with family members, particularly siblings. You tend to go down the same road you did when you were six years old. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it never changes. You get into these really. You know, in your in in your regular world, you're a CEO, you're a you know whatever, and then you go back and you act like a twelve year old when you're with your siblings. Yes. So, so it's good to to remind yourself that you can break that break that off anytime. And the, for me, running shoes are a reminder. Hey, if things get difficult, I can go for a walk. I can go for a run. That's everybody knows I I run or walk, so that's they're not offended. Let's just take this up later. I'm going to go for a run. And then, of course, all of the emotion is gone by the time you get back from your walk or run. And you feel great. And the, and yeah. that can definitely, um, that's number five of our hacks. And, and number six is just the simple one. And then we're going to get, the, the last five of these are going to be less ethereal and, and more, you know, truly like things you can, you can really sink your teeth into. But exercise, you, you've got to keep up your routines of exercise, of meditation, of eating correctly, of all those things. You know, that would be number six that you and I both said, hey, we really, you need to keep up your exercise. So that's even a double win right there. You get out of a bad conversation yeah. Yeah. and you get your exercise, get out there and walk, um, but continue. And, uh, yeah. And I would add to that, that if you can get out while there's daylight in these short days yes. of the wintertime, we, we, we can, we can, you know, tend towards, you know, we all know that a lack of sunlight can make us feel bad or, and some people are more prone to it than others. I definitely am. So I sort of make it a routine to get out in the middle of the day just to be outside. So yeah, exercise, exercise outside, or at least being outside every day during the holidays is absolutely a must for me, or I will spiral down quickly. I love it. I love it, Maria. And even though this is going to be number seven, I would say this is the one for me that has made my holiday 
it's the mo- like it is it is a game changer game changer game changer listen up if you're folding laundry and you're not paying attention because the, <laughs> I do I I love being generous during the holidays as my first I love I love gift giving even though it you know it can be something small but I love giving gifts so as you may have noticed in the last couple of years I've sent Amazon gift cards shopped online to all the family and friends that I would normally gift and hmm. you can send Starbucks cards, you can send Visa cards, you can send cards to Lowe's, you can send whatever, and you can actually have them wrapped and sent. So whatever your budget is, if you're a $10 a gift person, if you're a $100 a gift person, I sit down and all my shopping is done in one, you know, one hour. The the longest part of it is putting the addresses in. And the other day, Mark was going through our Amazon delivery addresses. And he's like, why do we have 27 delivery addresses in our Amazon account? <laughs> Christmas. And I said, don't touch them. I said, those are, those are for sending gifts. And so I just now, now that the addresses are in Amazon, I can send gifts to people. And it says, do you want to send a gift card? And if you want to send, you know, a pack of cookies or, you know, a a beach ball or a pair of swim fins or whatever you want to send, you can send it directly to them without ever having to go to the store. So I shop online. I do just everything through Amazon and it has made, it's just, it's just a game changer. I don't have to get out there in the traffic. And I, I, that is, that is a huge hack for me personally. Well, I would, I, I love that. And I would also extend that to say, you don't have to give, gifts always around the holidays. And, and I sort of left my, let myself off the hook on this. If, if I, I can plan a spa day with my daughters in February, it doesn't have to be right around Christmas. And I know Kelly, you do this too, because you gave me the m- most beautiful Adidas jacket. And then you just gave it to me because you, you had one, I guess, and you enjoyed it and you knew I would enjoy it. And you gave it to me at not on my birthday, not on Christmas, just as a gift. And you know, you don't ever have to give me another gift all year long. <laughs> I know you love me anyway, but that was a great gift. So I think one of the things that we can do is if we feel stressed and, you know, we both have, we share the family and we have a big, big family. You know, if you feel stressful, stressed about getting everybody something, you you don't really have to do that. And, you know, we don't need more stuff anyway, but, but when you see something, and I really try to do this, when I see something like, oh, you know, I know, I know my daughter would really love this and it's June and it's not near her birthday or it's not near any holiday. I just get it and give it to her because I'm thinking of her and I'm thinking she would love that. And that, and then when the holidays come around and I haven't got the perfect thing for everybody, then I don't even worry about it. That is, that is a great one, Maria. And yeah. And, and, um, couple of two, one, one and a half years ago our you know, your father-in-law, my dad, affectionately known as Trog. Trog. Um, he did Christmas Short in July. For which is, um, you know, another one of our, uh, another, I, I would say number eight for the, the total, which I have down as number eight is if you're a card sender, you can simplify that by either sending emails, but if you don't like that and you can't get around to packing it into December, then send a new year's card or a Valentine's card instead. I noticed Steve. I love that. Yeah. So I'm getting, and I think people are embracing that. 
And an, an annual card is a really nice thing for those people we don't get to see all all the time. I love to see pictures of my old friends that I you know I don't get to see maybe for years, but I've noticed that people are sending them at all different times. And I love that. I love getting something in April or June or July from an old friend that they're sending it out to everybody. So I would complain. And we certainly have embraced that. We rarely get them out at Christmas time anymore. And and it's nice, you know, it, it is fun to get a bunch of holiday cards at Christmas, but I find sometimes I'm busy. I don't have time to really sit down and reflect on that family or that person. And so if I'm getting them in January and February and March and April, it's fabulous because <laughs> we don't get enough mail anymore, you know, with what with with, with all the other ways to communicate. And, and my, my father calls letter writing a ministry. And he's right, you know, getting something in the mail that's something somebody's been has written you something, even if it's a holiday card or if it's a, a group letter is fabulous. And, and so I'd almost prefer to get them other times of year. So I, I love that hack. Yes. Yes. Um, Maria, so we each have one more. What is your, uh, your last one? Well, I think we've actually already kind of covered it, but, but the, the idea that, that, that the holidays around love. And so any gift giving that you give is it's, it should be about love and you shouldn't feel too worried about what people are going to think. I, I find that I love to to cook around the holidays, and I like to give food gifts. And <clears throat> yeah, sometimes I worry I haven't bought the right toy for my grandchild, or I haven't done the right, you know, gotten the right whatever sweater for my for whomever. But I know that that if if there's love behind it, then that's the right that's the right feeling. And I always, you know, I always say, Hey, feel free to return if you don't like it. But I, I thought of you and I love you. And this is what it's about. So I guess that for me, uh, it takes the, uh, some of the stress around, around gift giving that, that, that there should just be love behind it. And that is, you know, the Amazon gift cards, that's perfect. Cause you, you give widely and generously <laughs> to all of your, all of your, um, nieces and nephews and their children. And, and that's, and there's love in it. And, I think that's appreciated and known. That's great. That's a great one. Yeah. Just that, yeah. Gifts, uh, if they're from your heart, then then that's the right gift. I love right. it. Love. So love. Um, mm-hmm. number 10, and, and it's more of kind of a, un, unfortunately, very practical one, but uh, they do say that the average American gains seven pounds between, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Halloween and um, New Year's Day. And one of the secrets that they say not to do this, it's because of all the extra social eating. You've got office parties and people bringing cakes and candies and candies and, you know, Christmas cookies and all that is, I find that if, um, for me personally, this works so good. And my husband has adopted it now because we, when we first started dating and I would do this, he'd be like, are you out of your mind? So whenever there's a holiday party or a holiday dinner out, I will make sure that I eat before I go. Not a not a full meal, but definitely something substantial that will, you know, so I don't go into the party starving. And that is so because you find, you know, like if you go out to dinner with friends, you usually have to wait in line a little bit and then the waitress takes time and then the food doesn't get there for an hour. By the time, you know, the food gets there, I'll eat a whole basket of bread. Before, because I'm, right. you know, because I'm starving. So, um, right. you know, just, just eating enough so that then exactly when the food comes or you're able to eat, it's, it's just, you just get to enjoy the food without like having to overeat. And 
in that same vein, you know, we, we've said before, Mark and I do not indulge in alcohol at all. I think when somebody drinks alcohol, then you, you have that second drink and then your inhibitions are down and then you don't care how much you eat. So I think it's especially important if you're trying to control your eating to control your drinking. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. And I would add that one of the issues around holidays, well, I mean, I think 100% of the issue around holiday is not that you're eating more, it's that you're eating more low quality food. So the idea behind eating before you go to a party is that you're going to eat a salad, you're going to eat something that's good for you that you know your body needs. Then when you get there, you're not tempted by 17 varieties of cookies, the bread, the the fruit cake, the, you know, the 14 kinds of martinis or whatever, um, because you, you've, you've, you've filled yourself with the nutritious stuff. And, and just as a reminder, this is what I remind myself too, is all that bad food makes your skin look bad, makes you sleep badly. It impacts other parts of your life. On the other hand, I would just say that the holidays are a time for indulging a little bit and it can be really at last, a couple of Christmases ago, I was being really, really careful because I, I can't remember why I think I was doing an event or something. And, you know, like, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. And it can take some of the joy out of the holiday for yourself and also for others. So a little, you know, just, you just, everything in moderation, of course. And, and then if you do have, I would also add, if you do have a day or a night where you overindulge, the, the next day you don't have to eat <laughs> or you don't have to eat much. You can fast, you can eat, you know, just a salad. So it's, it's you know, if you find yourself indulging, don't, don't throw in the towel. Just, just say, okay, you know, I need to give my body a break from all that processed stuff, all the sugar and the alcohol. Yes, definitely. I mean, that, that's a great one that you, you should enjoy some stuff. And I, and I feel like yeah. when I'm not starving, I enjoy something more. Right. You know, it's like I'm really right. going to be mindful of I'm not starving. So what's my favorite thing on this table? Is it this? Is it that? You know, and I'm going right. to just enjoy that one thing instead of the whole thing. So I love it. Just Right. I think that's great. A half a cookie is is just as delicious as the whole thing. <laughs> so I think I, I, I love that. I think that's a great hack. Well, there, there are so many things that people can do, but I'm going to review the 10 really quickly. Number one, don't start too early. Number two, experiences versus things. Number three, keep it simple. Number four, it's about love, the season. Number five, if you're dealing with difficult relationships, have a plan. Number six, stick to those routines of exercise and meditation. Get out in the daylight. Uh, number seven, shop online if you can. And you can always plan gifts for the future, you know, like a spa day in the future. Do your annual cards can be in January or February or Christmas in July if you want. Then um, number nine, gifts. Don't worry if you're getting the exact perfect gift if it comes from your heart. Number 10, just kind of a practical one. Don't go to any holiday eating event too hungry and um, overindulge in, in bad things from alcohol to overly sugar yourself. It's, you know, just, it just won't, you won't enjoy the magic of the season as much as if you're, you, you know, you're feeling, putting good things in your body. Right. So Maria, Great. I am looking forward to hopefully seeing your beautiful face during the holiday season. Yes. Being with our wonderful family. And I, and I hope, uh, that our listeners have gotten something out of this and that 
you know, if you guys want to share some of your special things that you do to make the holidays more joyful, we'd love to hear them. Yes, we would. We would love to hear any, uh, anything you have, any, any comments about any of our podcasts. We, we look forward to interaction from our listeners. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. And we hope everyone has a wonderful, healthy, happy, joyful holiday season. Yes, indeed. Love you, Kelly. All right. Love you too, Maria. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This week's quote of the week comes from Hamilton Wright Maybe Blessed is the season which engages the whole world in a conspiracy of love. We are so grateful that you spent this time with us today, and we hope that you heard something that inspired, motivated, and educated you. Please see below for our copy of the show notes for any links or important information referenced here. Signing off for myself and champion co-host Kelly Palace, we hope you'll join us again soon, and we know you can be a champion. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast, designed to make you feel inspired, motivated, and educated. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Also, visit championsmojo.com to learn more.